It's The Faith in Five with Keaton Gummerson. Hello, everybody. I am Keaton of Kinetic Catholic Ministries, back with another episode of The Faith in Five. I hope that you all are having an absolutely wonderful day so far. I know that I am. Um, in part one, I talked about uh, a lot of the misconceptions that come with purgatory and how, although the word purgatory isn't in the Bible, that doesn't mean that purgatory isn't in the Bible, right? In part two, I talked about what purgatory is to begin with. In part three, I expanded on that by talking about um, how purgatory is a place of cleansing, not a place of judgment, right? Not a place where we go to be judged. That's a, that's a big misconception. And they're not just like another option, right? Like, oh, it's heaven, hell, or purgatory. Like, no, if you're, if you're in purgatory, you're going to heaven. And then also, um, in, and then in the next part, I, uh, sorry, it's hard to keep track of guys. In the next part, um, I, uh, talked about the scriptural examples of, um, purgatory. And then I, I also looked at, the reality that it's passed on through scripture and tradition both right and and how we we need both in order to have it now now what i want to um talk about today is a lot of those purgatory um scriptural references here here's the issue people and and i know that people get sick and tired of hearing about it but people hear the term like oh that was taken out of context all the time and it's like oh come on how many things can really be taken that out of context that it becomes that big a problem and so when it comes to the bible people like to kind of pick out whatever they see and interpret it their own way and that's why we have so many different um denominations of protestantism right so many different uh, churches that aren't catholic because people just interpret the bible their own way and then it changes and then, and then it varies the reality is uh, there are some Protestant responses to uh, examples of purgatory in the Bible. And they'll point out certain things and they'll say, well, this and that, like the one that I provided um, just, just in the last part. They'll say, well, it, it talks about your works being judged, but, but it never really says anything about your sins being cleansed. When literally it talks about the, the judgment through fire, right? And how you can be saved if your works merit enough, right? If, if your sin merits enough and so and so there's all sorts of things like that where people kind of like to pick things out rather than looking at the entirety of it the bible you're supposed to look at the entirety of it right to understand everything through context what's really really neat about the catholic church is that the catholic church has succession from the apostles who were literally with jesus right we have the very very early church fathers we have paul we have all these awesome people in church history right who knew what Jesus was saying better than we're going to now 2,000 years later, right? And looked at the Bible in complete context. That's why we have councils, right? The first the first council of the Catholic Church, the Council of Jerusalem, is seen in Scripture. That's seen in the New Testament, right? Because it's not just one person or a few people deciding, eh, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's, well, let's look at the entire context. Let's understand what Jesus was really saying. And let's understand what the people who were with Jesus, listened to Jesus, were friends with Jesus, believe and said. And so when we do that, we remove this, oh, he said, she said, subjective interpretation of being able to twist the Bible to interpreting it however we want. And then we are able to see, okay, there's actual context. There's an actual objective interpretation of being able to say, well, here's what the apostles thought. Here's what the early church fathers thought. Here's what it means in its complete context. And the Catholic church is able to do that because I don't know about you guys, but a lot of like geniuses who are really into their faith and know a ton are going to be able to interpret what the Bible means better than I am, right? Or better than you are, right? With the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit assists 
in this work of the Catholic Church, right? It's not just a man-made thing. It is Jesus. It is Jesus's church. And so I, I want to bring that up in regards to purgatory, because um, when we look at the scriptural examples of purgatory, like absolutely that is what it is referencing. And just because the word purgatory is not in scripture doesn't mean that, that purgatory itself is not in scripture. And that, and that doesn't mean that um, purgatory doesn't make logical sense, right? Like we've talked about it. Logically speaking, purgatory has to exist. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Faith in Five. I hope that you all are having an absolutely wonderful day so far. I know that I am. This was Keaton of Kinetic Catholic Ministries. Um, I am praying for you all, and I will see you all next time. For more Keaton Gummerson, find him on YouTube or visit the Kinetic Catholic website at kineticministries.com. <laughs>